they had met at a dance where he was playing the piano in the band. He turned out to be married, so when she found out she was pregnant, she had to cope on her own. Rose and Jack protected her, and I was born secretly in the upstairs back bedroom of their house on the 30th of March, 1945. As soon as it was practical, when I was in my second year, Pat left Ripley, and my grandparents brought me up as their own child. I was named Eric, but Rick was what they all called me. Ripley, which is more like a suburb today, was in deep country when I was born. It was a typical small rural community, with most of the residents being agricultural workers, and if you weren't careful about what you said, then everybody knew your business. So it was important to be polite. Guildford was the main shopping town, which you could get to by bus, but Ripley had its own shops too. Every village had a sweet shop. Ours was run by two old-fashioned sisters, the Miss Fars. We would go in there, and the bell would go ding-a-ling-a-ling, and one of them would take so long coming from the back of the shop that we could fill our pockets up before a movement of the curtain told us she was about to appear. I would buy two sherbet dabs or a few flying saucers, using the family ration book, and walk out with a pocket full of Horlicks or Ovaltine tablets, which had become my first addiction. In spite of the fact that Ripley was, all in all, a happy place to grow up in, life was soured by what I had found out about my origins, and the result was that I began to withdraw into myself. There seemed to have been some definite choices made within my family regarding how to deal with my circumstances, and I was not made privy to any of them. I observed the code of secrecy which existed in the house. We don't talk about what went on. And attached myself to the family dog, a black Labrador called Prince. I also created a character for myself whose name was Johnny Malingo. Johnny was a suave, devil-may-care man-boy of the world who rode roughshod over anyone who got in his way. I would escape into Johnny when things got too much for me and stay there until the storm had passed. I also invented a fantasy friend called Bush Branch who was a small horse and went with me everywhere. Sometimes Johnny would magically become a cowboy, climb onto Bush Branch, and together they would ride off into the sunset. At the same time, I started to draw quite obsessively. My first fascination was with pies. There was a man who used to come to the village green pushing a barrow which was a container for hot pies. I'd always loved pies. Rose was an excellent cook, and I began to produce hundreds of drawings of them and of the pie man. Then I turned to copying from comics. School for me began when I was five at Ripley Church of England Primary School, which was situated in a flint building next to the village church. Opposite was the village hall, where I attended Sunday school, and where I first heard a lot of the old beautiful English hymns, my favourite of which was Jesus Bids Us Shine. To begin with, I was quite happy going to school. Most of the kids that lived on the green next to us started at the same time, but as the months went by and it dawned on me that this was for the long haul, I began to panic. The feelings of insecurity I had about my home life made me hate school. All I wanted was to be anonymous, which kept me out of entering any kind of competitive event. I hated anything which would single me out and get me unwanted attention. I also felt sending me to school was just a way of getting me out of the house, and I became very resentful. There was one master, 
quite a young guy called Mr. Porter, who seemed to have a real interest in unearthing the children's gift or skills, and becoming acquainted with us in general. When he tried this with me, I would become extremely resentful. I would stare at him with as much hatred as I could muster, until he eventually caned me for what he called dumb insolence. I don't blame him now. Anyone in a position of authority got that kind of treatment from me. Art was the only subject that I really enjoyed, although I did win an award for playing green sleeves on the recorder, the first instrument I ever learned to play. The headmaster was a Scotsman called Mr. Dixon, and he had a shock of red hair. I had very little to do with him until I was nine years old when I was called up before him for making a lewd suggestion to one of the girls in my class. While playing on the green, I had come across a piece of homemade pornography lying in the grass. It was a kind of book made of pieces of paper.